0: Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. This week, a look at another Hoosier who became a Wildcat. Larry Steele played college basketball at the University of Kentucky in the late 60s and early 70s, and I think maybe a lot of UK fans have forgotten about him because he was somewhat overshadowed by Dan Issel and Mike Pratt and Mike Casey, who played alongside him. But Steele had quite the college career himself. Averaged in double figures at UK, he was a three-year starter, two-time first-team All-SEC, and he went from there to play nine years in the NBA. He was a Hoosier, born and raised in Indiana, one of those Hoosiers who crossed the border into Kentucky to play his college basketball. And that's where we began our conversation.
2: Well, Larry, you grew up in Indiana, so and not too far from Bloomington, so I'm going to ask you the question I asked all the guys who ended up at UK from Indiana, and that is, How did you get away from IU, and how did you get away from Notre Dame to end up at Kentucky?
3: Well, I'll start with the fact that I never considered Notre Dame, it got down to uh, Butler and Purdue, Indiana, and Kentucky were my final four uh, choices to make, and when I was a high school senior, I was recruited heavily by those four schools, and when I went to Indiana, uh, they took me to a football game, and we were sitting in the top of the stadium it was blowing, it was snowy, and I never—I don't know where I'd ever been to a football game at that point because our high school didn't have football. We weren't big enough to have football. Uh, My car was uh, broken into while I was there, and Bobby (laughs) Knight wasn't the coach, so all those things led to me not going to Indiana, but Purdue Purdue really was uh, the one I was going to go to. I went to sleep Went to bed one night, and as I was going to sleep, after all the recruiting was over, I was going to go to Purdue. And I uh, had made up my mind. I get up the next morning, ask my dad for the first time, and he simply said, well, you can get a good education at either Purdue or Kentucky, but when you talk about basketball, you really can't talk about Purdue and Kentucky in the same sentence. I went to Kentucky.
0: So on the advice of his dad, he ends up at UK.
2: What was it like to play
3: for Rupp? Pressure, uh, extreme pressure to play for Coach Ruff. All the decades of success and the uh, tradition, uh, you knew you had to play a certain way, uh, his way. The thing that I think I appreciate more about Coach Ruff is his style of play. Uh, Fast break, that is what I appreciate most about Coach Ruff and uh, the way he approached the game.
2: I kidded Dan Issel one time, and I said, Dan, how did Mike Pratt and Larry Steele average double figures when you were on the team? <laughs> so, uh, I said, you shot all the time. How'd they ever get the ball? But you did. You did indeed somehow figure that out, how did average double figures with Issel as a teammate?
3: Well, I'll go back to what I said about Coach Rupp's style. If we had been playing at Tennessee, uh, I'd average about three points a game, and so would have uh, and everybody else so yeah we, we had double the points of a lot of teams we played so there was enough to go around but if it wasn't for the style of play Dan would have still got his but we wouldn't have got ours.
0: For his career Larry still averaged a little more than 13 points per game at UK but he was known as an all-around player he got rebounds he handed out assists he was known for his hustle but he never played on an NCAA championship team while at UK. Although he says being there with the excitement and enthusiasm of the fan base, it was like winning a championship every time you played. And he compared that to winning an NBA championship, which he did in 1977 with the Portland Trailblazers.
3: When we won that game, we were in Portland. <clears throat> and, of course, it was crazy in the locker room and, and uh, tons of excitement and people everywhere and reporters and a uh, reporter came up to me and uh, he said you are now on a team that's won the NBA World Championship it's just uh, must be an absolutely amazing incredible uh, feeling and i said uh it really is just like another year at the university of kentucky <laughs> <laughs> I can't really believe I said that, but I was being truthful. It was an amazing experience, and it was like another year at the University of Kentucky and the Kentucky basketball enthusiast. So, uh, I guess that probably that story probably sums up what I think about all the fans that uh, that love University of Kentucky basketball. The
0: reporter probably thought he was crazy because in a place like Portland. The NBA is king, much more so than college basketball. And plus the fact, again, he didn't win a championship while he was at UK. Anyway, when he finished up his UK career in 1971, he not only got drafted by the Portland Trailblazers, but he was also drafted by the Kentucky Colonels of the old ABA. Because many of you remember the ABA existed back then. So he had a choice, stay in Kentucky, play for the Colonels, or go out west and play for the Portland Trailblazers.
2: Why did you choose Portland over the Colonels?
3: I come out to Portland, I sit down, and I'm gonna make this quick, but I sit down with the president of the Portland Trailblazers, a gentleman by the name of Harry Glickman. In a, in a nice meeting, uh, he basically said, uh, we're prepared to offer you a three-year contract with uh, I don't remember exactly what the oh no it was like twenty five thousand thirty five thousand forty thousand somewhere in there and I said well thank you sir I really appreciate that offer I've been drafted by the Kentucky Colonels so I, I I'll just go back to uh, Louisville and I'll try out that team because basically there was no guarantee and he said well just uh, you haven't even seen the Coliseum yet so uh, he had a trainer take me down to the Coliseum I came back about a, two hours later sat down in his office again and he said we're prepared to offer you a three-year contract and we'll make the first year guaranteed. And I said, can I uh, can I make a phone call? And so he said, sure, yeah, I'd just go down the hall. There's an empty office down there uh, in about the middle of the hallway. And so I got up, I started down to that empty office, and I got about halfway down the hall, and I thought, I don't have anybody to call. So so I, so I turned around, <laughs> walked back, I walked, and I bought myself some time. I walked uh, back to his office and I said uh, I'll accept your offer and I became a Trailblazer right then because they offered me a guaranteed contract the first year.
0: And he spent nine seasons with the Trailblazers winning one NBA championship before knee problems ended his career.
1: At Watson's we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson.
0: Larry Steele wrapped up his UK basketball career in 1971 was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers of the NBA where he went out there and played for nine seasons and after he retired from the NBA he remained in Oregon where he still lives today and we talked about his rural lifestyle and how much he's enjoying it.
2: Well a lot of people from Kentucky will appreciate the fact that before we got started here you told me that you're waiting on your farrier to show up to shoe your mules is that correct?
3: Well, they're donkeys. They're donkeys. 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 They're, I got you. they're uh they're donkeys that we uh adopted uh because of the overpopulation in uh, Arizona and California, so they they're great. They just eat eat it. Anybody that has a horse will understand that a little bit different than having a real expensive horse, but uh the cheapest thing about the horse is buying the horse. Or cheapest thing about the donkey is buying the donkey
2: so what else do you have there you got donkeys you got goats you got cows what else do you have
3: there? i got uh two donkeys two goats two dogs well one of them just passed away but one dog two cats uh i live in uh it's 30 miles from the ocean and so we have a uh, nine mile dead end road i live at the end of that so we have elk and eagles and deer and river otters and ravens and uh just uh uh two running creeks on the property and uh we're very isolated and it's uh absolutely gorgeous
2: That sounds like uh the mecca of living out in the wilderness
3: It's uh it's it's not bad at all. I'm been I'm very appreciative and grateful for the opportunity to end up uh here and be in Portland and the Northwest and it's a it's a amazing place to live
0: Grew up in Indiana, played his college basketball at U.K., but since the early 70s, he's made his home in Oregon. And as you can hear from him, he sounds very happy. Why wouldn't he be based on where he's living? That'll do it for the show this week. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.